Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Hello and welcome. As always, thank you for joining us. Delighted to be spending our time with you. Uh, glad you found the show. I am Mark Cohen. She is Marsha Collier. And we are Computer and Technology Radio. Lots of interesting stuff today. We have EV Hotel, a hotel charged by an EV. Uh, Google's got a bunch of product launches, and I guess Elon's at it again. How are you, Marsha? <laughs> Elon, so if we're Computer and Technology Radio, I want to know, are you computer and I'm technology? Or am I computer um, and you're technology? I, I think mean, I'd we, rather we be need... technology if you don't mind being computer. Well, I don't know. We're, we're going to have to discuss All this. All right. We'll, we'll flip we, for we it. May ha- well, there may have to be a bid for naming rights. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. I'm in for 50 cents. <laughs> exactly. Uh, it was an insane week in tech this week. I mean, totally, totally crazy. Yeah, lots of stuff. I mean, uh, when you look at especially uh, the Google launch, which is yeah. a huge, huge deal, um, they're really stretching. I... Before we talk about it, I suspect that Google is going to dump Fitbit. You know, they own Fitbit. Mm. But they're coming out with this spectacular watch. So, I don't know. What did you think about it? You had a couple of stories you'd read about it. Well, you know, my first reaction is, do we need another smartwatch? You know, Google makes great stuff. You know, they're Pixel phones, they're, you know, Google Pixel 7, Google Pixel 7 Pro, and the Google Watch. Um, I don't know. I'm just not sure that we need more watches. I could I could argue that we do need more watches. Okay, argue it. Because, like I said, I Google owns Fitbit. I think mm-hmm. Fitbit is going to go by the wayside. Then what do you really have? You have an right. Apple Watch and, okay, go ahead and name more watches. Well, I think, doesn't Samsung make a watch? yeah. And I think, uh, doesn't Huawei make a watch, or am I making that up? Not in the United States. Oh, okay. I, I mean, it's interesting. I'm still wearing, and I haven't upgraded my Apple Watch in quite some time. I didn't see any tremendous need to upgrade it. It does pretty much what I needed to do, which is, for the most part, uh, send me a text when I need to. I can answer the phone. I was playing racquetball the other day, and I got a call from my office, and I answered it on my phone. So, uh, on my watch, rather. So, you know, I use that. I don't see a need for them, but, you know, maybe there will be. Well, I will tell you, I will be going to England uh, later this year, and Huawei did come out with a new smartwatch, but theirs has a blood pressure monitor built in where you push the button and it, it, it inflates a little thing that's in the watch band and reads your blood pressure. Yeah, that's now, interesting. That would yeah, be a nice I will. Add-on. I will go to a store. And test it out and try and video it because I think that's that's a great thing. That's a yeah, great thing to have. That the well, there were rumors that the new Apple phone, Apple Watch rather, was going to have a blood pressure uh, monitor, but it did not show up on this. Yeah, well, you, you know, we're talking about the watch, but I think the most significant things that came out were the new Google, Google Pixel phones, mm-hmm. um, and a new. Uh, Nest Wi-Fi Pro mesh router with full support for Wi-Fi 6E. But realize that it may have support for Wi-Fi 6E, but unless all your products that you have attached to your Wi-Fi 
also need Wi-Fi 6E. Right. It doesn't make any difference. No, And th- there's a new hardwire version of the Nest doorbell. But I thought on the on the phone side, they are really, in my mind, I mean, what else can you do with a phone? But they are really going for the camera in in full mode. Which um, we've they, talked about, you know, do we need a 50 megapixel camera? Well, but what they've done is faster night sight for low light shooting. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you take low light pictures, it, it it's not instantaneous no, on right. any phone. So that's supposedly faster, better skin tones, which I think is important. Um, different people, especially darker skinned people, are, are don't always fo- photograph really well on smartphones. Yeah, true. So this is a good idea. Uh, there's an audible selfie help mode for vision impaired people. You know, you don't want to wait, wear your glasses for your selfie. You can't see the camera. Mm-hmm. And also, still photo unblur algorithm. Yeah, that's interesting. Which I was looking to sharpen old digital photos. Um, I was reading a technical article on that, which I'm not going to bore anybody with. But let's just say <laughs> that what it does is it looks at a photo from different angles and builds more detail. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of cool. Yeah, and, I mean, look, improving cameras is great. I don't think it would. I would rush out to upgrade my phone because it had a slightly better camera. I mean, well, but I think camera, that's the only thing we can hope for. Well, now, right. I, what else do you want for a phone? Yeah, now? I mean, I don't know. I, you know, do you when you take you use your Android phone, and, and I assume Kurt uses his iPhone to take pictures. Do you look at him and go, mm, "That could be better"? I don't really care. Yeah, but when I take a picture of a human being, I care. Right. Well, right. And that that's where the rub is. How how long does it take you to get a really good picture of somebody or a really good selfie? How many times do you have to try? Surprisingly, yeah. people have to try a lot. But well, the Pixel I, 7 phone starts at 599 Yeah, way cheaper than the iPhone. Which is way, way cheaper. But the Pixel 7 Pro, let me see... Okay, more expensive. That's eight ninety nine. Yeah, still but cheaper than the iPhone Pro. That has a ten times crop mode zoom out. Now you're an old old time photography person, as am mm-hmm. I. So they have a forty eight megapixel telephoto camera, right? That was normally a five times zoom. Now you can ten times zoom, and get a good picture. I mean, that's so, a nice feature. Yeah, so that's a feature. I mean, just like the new Apple Watch has that background dropout, right. um, you, you can do that in Google Photos. That's not a function of the phone. Uh, mm-hmm. The Pixel 7 Pro also adds a macro mode with its third camera with a stabilized 30 times zoom. Well, that's impressive, you know? So, but again, you know, everybody talks about the phones and everything, but i much rather hear more about the phones until somebody's used them for a month or two or three or four, and then that's when that's when things start to show up. Yeah, we'll so the idea. Pixel Watch is 350, water-resistant, the whole thing. Um, it does emergency SOA. It does it all. It's just another watch, and I think, yeah. and it will take an ECG from the wrist, 
And yeah, that's kind of interesting. So that's now they only teased the Pixel tablet, and that's kind of what I'm waiting for. Kind of what I'm waiting for, except something we're going to talk about later in the show that's happening on in October on October 11th. But uh, the new Pixel again, we could say who needs a new tablet? Right. Other than Samsung, there's not a really outstanding tablet, and I like a lot of pixels i mm. like a really dense screen oh yeah i want you know i want it to be special and the none of the cheap uh tablets are doing that i don't want it to be heavy either so i'm looking forward to the pixel tablet but i think it's a mistake that they didn't roll it out at this point i think they're missing something yeah they're probably not uh, technically ready to roll it out yet right um, i mean my i my iPad is relatively light, and I have the is it twelve point I think it's twelve point nine inch screen, um, and it's not light, but it's not heavy, and but it's expensive. I mean the i the iPad Pro can run you up to, I think as much depending upon what you put into it is almost as uh, close to two thousand dollars. You know by the time you put the larger mega uh, not megapixel larger storage and everything else, but uh, it'll be nice to, if this is a good one. It'll be nice to see one. Well, if I'm not mistaken, the Samsung, if I'm not mistaken, the Samsung S8 uh, prices out, I think, at $899 and has the stylus and the whole thing. And, hey, it's a great tablet, but I don't want anything that big. I want a smaller phone, uh, excuse me, a smaller tablet that has all the bells and whistles, right? Right. So. Yeah. You know, while we're talking about screen and graphics and such. I just happened to notice that you have a 4K TV, I assume. No. Oh, okay. So you're not going to be able to answer this for me. But okay. this morning I was watching uh, the new television season started, and I'm looking at the graphics of the TV show, and it's incredibly high quality. 4K. Well, you you know, you can see that on on a high-def TV okay. now, too. You can see the difference. Yeah, I just don't want to suck up all the bandwidth because, well, you know, I, I have a daughter and I have broad- a lot of people, you know, using. So, yeah, I mean, they may be broadcasting. I have to look this up and I haven't yet. The networks may finally start broadcasting in 4K. At least it certainly looked like that from what I saw today. And I haven't seen any announcement about them going from 1080p to 4K broadcasting. But uh, the the pictures are staggeringly good right now, which is interesting. So hopefully that's the case because everybody likes to see a better picture. That'll be interesting. Okay. Oh, and we didn't mention about the Pixel Watch. It's a round watch. Yeah. Versus a square watch. Right. Correct. So, big difference. Interesting. <laughs> okay. So, um, apparently the bi- busiest man on the planet is Elon Musk. Oh, my I mean, God. I have to tell you. everything. Every time you turn well, around, he's doing First, something. I have to. What made me think of this story for this week, okay, is I get on the computer, I think it was yesterday, Breaking news from Bloomberg. Twitter has rejected Elon Musk's request to pause an upcoming trial over his $44 billion takeover, saying the billionaire can and should close the deal next week. Now, there are rumors. Well, no, it was it was admitted publicly that Elon offered to lower the price. Right. No, Twitter offered to lower the price if Elon would do a couple of things. You know, maintain some rules and regulations on the site. Mm-hmm. 
And Elon says, no, I buy it, it's mine. Yeah, you know, right. I, I do what I want. And I'll give you, so anyway, so 20 minutes later, there's more breaking news that a judge halted the case against Elon Musk, you know, against the per, Twitch, Twitter purchase, mm-hmm. and gave the parties until 5 p.m. on October 26th to complete the deal. Okay, so he can breathe a little bit, right? Yep. So then SpaceX, the talk about the SpaceX rocket. I mean, that that was the same day. Yeah, I mean, it, it actually is very interesting. He, you know, he has done so many, frankly, incredible things. And uh, SpaceX is now, they're, they're doing a, a joint venture with the next SpaceX. Um, it will be the... I would say that the I five what's it called SpaceX uh, blah, 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 blah. well whatever it's called the uh, Falcon Nine a, rocket yeah Fal- yeah it's topped a, with uh, a Crew Dragon capsule dubbed yeah. Endurance. I mean it's kind of interesting. They're going to have a Russian cosmonaut, two Americans, and a Japanese astronaut flying together, which is kind of interesting when you have a Russian and an American together right now, despite what's going on in the Ukraine. That they've put, and it's nice to see they've put things aside for the betterment of the world. Yeah, uh, and the long <laughs> bull crap. <laughs> well, in theory, right? Yeah, one hand doesn't know what the other hand's doing. I'm absolutely well, that's probably, convinced. Uh, true, also. Uh, missions also notable for the inclusion of Anna Kinkina, maybe 38 year old, the lone female cosmonaut on active duty. Uh, it's the first. Space flight with a Russian launch from U.S. soil in two decades. Uh, so that's kind of cool. Okay, uh, so she... that was the same day yeah. <laughs> as, as, as the lawsuit stuff. Then there was the night before they had launched like a bunch of more Starlink <laughs> right. satellites. Which they desperately need, by the way. Right, because they're... They, you're right. They need them. A lot of people are using Starlink, and obviously, we all know that the more people you have sucking off a um, something a that's a satellite, not only satellite, but you know, in house when we have our mesh system, the more right. people that are sucking off one, your bandwidth goes down. So he needed that. So that was the night before. So now, wait a minute. We've got like three crazy things, and then he wraps up the. Out of amusement, I call it the Elon show in my head, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, because I'm working, but I have Elon's Twitter open so I can look at it. Right. And the last thing I see is he announced the Pepsi was taking delivery of a hundred cyber trucks. Yeah, you know, the, the Tesla announcing. semi truck, they will be delivered to Pepsi in December. We'll talk about that in a minute, but I'm just saying, this guy <laughs> is so busy. Um, he's obviously also very good at juggling shit, right? Yeah, I mean, no kidding. <laughs> um, I don't know of anybody else who's that good. And I got to tell you, there was also a leak in some of his texts about the Twitter deal. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Elon stood out. Maybe as the, in those texts is maybe the crazy one, but not a bootlicker to anybody on the planet. Mm-hmm. He really has. I, I have to admire him. He's crazy, but I have to admire his tenacity. You well, know, this he's truck not is really interesting. I have to say, because yeah, talk about it, it actually can go 
zero to 60 in 20 seconds, fully loaded. I mean, wow. that's pretty fast for a semi-truck. Uh, I still think I can beat it off the line, you know, as guys like to do. But uh, for a semi-truck, that's that's really phenomenal. Uh, and we'll see how that works out. It's You know, it promises you'll be able to recharge up to 70% of its 300 or 500 mile range in 30 minutes. I mean, that's, that's amazing. very fast I mean, charging. That's amazing. Um, in charge, what he, in May, Tesla started accepting reservations and charging a $20,000 deposit. And in August, Musk said the version of the truck with a 500 mile range would begin shipping this year. Yeah. I kind of want one. I don't know what I would do with it. <laughs> what you do with a semi truck? Not really sure what I would do with it, but it's. Does it? I, I don't know. Did they? I didn't see a price on what this thing costs. Um, uh, they took reservations. If you have 20, to 000. ask, <laughs> if you yeah, have well, to well, ask, now you had to put but, down a twenty thousand dollar deposit, which tells you that this is not an inexpensive toy. Uh, but you know, it's meant for shipping and things for, and things like that. So, um, yeah, 500 mile range is not too bad. Well, and UPS kind of vehicle, has ordered some of them and Cisco has ordered some of them. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. I think. And, and then he announced on Twitter, I, I dropped that off cause he was just doing too much for me that this big giant thing, I only call it a thing because I'm not familiar with mechanical devices that are huge and large that do things. Oh, and also he posted a video of some digging machine digging something. Nice. All this is for the boring company. Yeah, so the boring like company. all of this in 24 hours and then today uh he and Kanye. <laughs> yeah. Uh Kanye gets a little uh I guess he's been threatened to be knocked off Instagram and posts a picture of Zuckerberg and a couple of other people. And Elon, first to answer, said, welcome back to Twitter, my friend. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> that was kind so, of fun. I mean, so I just have to hand it to him. He may be crazy. He may be nuts. He may be short of cash. I'm sure he's short of cash, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, he may have to sell some stock to uh, finish that Twitter uh, purchase. So that'll be interesting. Now, the, the negative news that came out, this isn't directly Elon, but during the uh, Florida, the Hurricane uh, uh, Ian, electric vehicles were exploding from water damage caused I by the, uh, the hurricane. Yeah, it has uh, nothing to do with Elon, but that's insane. Well, it's a pic the picture they're showing is a Tesla. Oh, it is? Yeah, okay. it's a Tesla. So uh, apparently the batteries have been waterlogged in the wake of a hurricane, um, and they're at risk of corrosion, which could f lead apparently to unexpected fires. Oh, goody. According to the state. <laughs> so that's not such a fun thing. Now, you know, fortunately for the world, hurricanes like this don't happen all that often. And, you know, it, it certainly doesn't affect somebody when you're driving in the rain, although we have no rain in California, so who knows. Uh, but you got to be really careful with that kind of stuff. Uh, well, you know, Jimmy Patronus, the uh, state of Florida top financial officer and fire marshal. See, they save money in Florida. That's why there's no tax. Right, exactly. <laughs> they give him two jobs, bub. You're going to do yeah, two things. Exactly. I, but anyway, he said, you know, there's a ton of EVs disabled from Ian. Yeah. And and the he says it's a challenge that our firefighters haven't faced before at least on this kind of scale, because it takes special training and understanding of EVs to ensure 
that the fires are put out quickly and safely. I mean, according to this, a bystander overheard on a video said that the crew used hundreds of gallons of water attempting to put out the fire in the car. There's got to be something else, because I know that I have different fire extinguishers at home, and I have a special one in my office that's just for electronic fires, Mm -hmm. and I'm saying that it probably doesn't spew water. (laughs) No, it definitely doesn't. It's a foam of some kind. Yeah, something that's going to really make a mess, God forbid. But uh, it's, you know, this is something we have to be ready for because if they are, you know, if they're continuing to push a green transition involving zero emission cars, they have to start thinking about all of this. And, And we're not even getting into the fact that there's not enough places to charge them and that it's too expensive to force people who are on limited incomes or retired to say, okay, well, now you have to invest all this money in a battery at home and this and that and this and that because we say so. Yeah. I mean, it's just well, is that's not what right. They're talking about California, I think, is 2035. Uh, and I think you and I were talking about that they've already come out and said, we can't meet that. It's not going to happen because we don't have enough chargers in the state and they can't build the infrastructure that fast. Well, it's not even mainly because it's chargers. changing. <laughs> they don't have batteries. There, there's not right? enough battery production. You know, there's something like, I don't know, 90 million cars uh, in the U.S., and I think there's a million roughly electric vehicles right now they don't have batteries to produce you know 89 million more batteries for electric vehicles so i don't know what they're going to do about that you know who knows what will happen 12 years or 13 i think it was 2035 so 13 years from now maybe production will have ramped up in electric vehicle batteries but batteries are in a shortage as a lot of things are right now well i have to tell you i think it's it's funny in that we don't have solar here at our house but we do have a solar battery backup. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, not, you know, the $10,000 Tesla one. It's less than a third of that. Mm-hmm. I mean, but it's from Goal Zero that has solar, solar, what's its things that you put outside that gather the energy. And we have that as our backup. You have solar and have a gas generator backup. I think we it's do. so much. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, we all know that it all works. We are not going to be ready to give up on oil-based anything in a long time. And I read a recent article um, from BlackRock Partners about the oil and how in the United States, now we're talking about buying oil from Venezuela, yeah. WTF, five years ago. We were pumping enough oil. We refilled our oil reserves. The price of gas was cheap. And now we have to make everything all better. And the price of gas is out of control. It's like $7 here in Los Angeles. Oh, yeah. California is the worst. I mean, it's about $3.5 a gallon nationwide. And here, 7 bucks a gallon. Makes but you still, wonder what's going on in Cal. You know, they keep coming up with these excuses. Uh, the refineries are shutting down. They have to clean. Well, the refineries shut down because they said we're all going to electric. Yeah. That's why right. they shut down. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we don't need I mean, these factories anymore. Yeah, if you have a business, are you going to keep employing hundreds of people yeah. and nobody's going to be buying from you? No. Hell no. no it's a tough one. 
So now they have to ramp up again? Yep. Whoa, I'm sorry about that. Oh, um, it's okay. Yeah, that's right, weird. While you're figuring out your beeping noise, uh, yeah. this is an interesting story. Uh, Hyundai, Hyundai, which has made some great vehicles. Uh, we have a Genesis, which is a fantastic car, and a, a multitude of under, other things. They have just created Hotel Hyundai. The power comes uh, directly from electric vehicles. They are battering a country, uh, countryside inn, uh, English countryside, uh, using five ionic electric cars from Hyundai. Uh, they use what they call bi-directional EV charging. Uh, there's a sweepstakes for a one-night stay at the world's first car-powered hotel. It's located off the grid, 200 uh, acres of ancient farmland outside of London. Uh, the pop-up has a one-room cabin with a bathroom. It'll rely solely on power stored in the batteries on these five cars. It's going to open uh, October 19th and November 5th. And you can, like I say, you can enter their drawing to uh, stay at the hotel for uh, one night. But it's kind of an interesting idea. Well, it definitely you know, looks I, I, like a great way to show up the Hyundai Ionic cars. Absolutely. But, but then Absolutely. again, like I said, throw a few Goal Zero batteries over there and you can do the same thing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is, uh, they, the, the Ionic is sold out. They sold out their 2022 model um, ahead of their 2023 model. So it's a very popular car. And now it's running a hotel. Now, it's not a permanent hotel. It's just, you know, it's a gimmicky. It's like a, right. uh, a, a concept a promo. car yeah, or something. Right. But I think that's kind of a neat idea. And it'll be fun to see, you know, what that translates into at some point. You know, we have a lot of things running. And on the guests, power. of course, will have three-course menu created by Blah Blah, MasterChef UK. Yeah, right, exactly. And exactly. Uh, local Essex-sourced ingredients. And it all just sounds so lovely. But it is a great way to show off your cars. And the whole thing is, is that the Hyundai car has bi-directional mm -hmm. charging. In other words, it will charge out as well as in. Yeah, and that's pretty cool. that's the difference between that. I, I don't know that Tesla does it, or they would have demonstrated a bit more. Right. Yeah, kudos to them for doing that. Um, okay, so all of a sudden we're getting a gazillion um, oh sales. Yep. Amazon uh, next week, is it the 10th and 11th? Is that what uh, Prime yeah, Day is? Yeah, I believe so. Okay, and but prior to that, now everybody's trying to get into the act from Amazon to Target. Uh, so there's a ton of deals going on. And uh, like I say earlier, there was there is allegedly on Prime Day the tenth. There's going to be a Fire TV. I think it was a 55 inch Fire TV. I was going to make it the buy of the week, but I didn't know if it, it you know it wasn't completely confirmed that they were selling. It's a five hundred dollar TV. They're selling it for like one hundred and twelve dollars. It's so, insane. I have seen some of the deals, and you know, Kurt and I were talking about things that we had on our wish list. You know, should should we buy mm -hmm. them now? Uh, no, actually, the sale kicks off. It says early access prime sale October eleventh, so maybe it's the eleventh and twelfth. Okay, that could. Be. Um, a lot of other companies will be having big, big sales as well. I know Target is planning some things. Yep. There is also a live stream website that I don't have, uh, and I'll tweet it out, where they're going to have, like they put together a bunch of companies mm -hmm. that are going to, like QVC, but on the internet, which is what they do in China when they have their 11-11 day. Right. Um, 
There's going to be stuff from Sony, Bose, laptops from Dell and HP. Um, unlike Prime Day, they're going to have more gift suggestions, which I think, thank goodness, because, you know, seeing a whole bunch of sales of Amazon products are just a bit much, but they're going to have Hasbro, Lego, Barbie, um, rather than household goods. They're going to have a lot mm-hmm. of holiday gifts, home decor. Uh, who knows? Just incredible stuff. So I would keep an eye on a website that I like called Brad's Deals, which lets you know what's uh, going on. And uh, you should be able. Some, uh, Target is kind of doing something interesting. Well, so is if Walmart. You, <laughs> and Walmart. If you uh, purchase an item through Target during these what they call their deal days, uh, they'll have a retail price match that any purchases made between October and December 24th will qualify for a price adjustment if if Target drops the price. And Walmart is having rollbacks and more event from October 10th through 13th, start and end, after Amazon sale and and lots of discounts on stuff. Macy's Fab Fall runs through October 10th, okay, with savings up to 60%. So I'm telling you, we still have supply chain problems. So yeah, I'm do. saying to all of you, this is the time. Forget Black Friday. I think that'll be too late because the post office also announced that some packages as early as being sent December 5th may not make it by Christmas. Wow. So, yeah, order fast. Get Christmas out of the way. Yep. And if you haven't finished by Thanksgiving, you're screwed. So yeah, there, you, there go. you go. All right. It is now the time of the show where we search the planet, the universe, and today we are searching Amazon for the buy of the week. Thank you, Marcia. Uh, good job on the drums. Um, it was Kurt. We were talking earlier about tablets, and if you don't have a tablet yet, or you want to upgrade your tablet, and we both have tested Samsung tablets. We both like them. Um, they have uh, Amazon has the Samsung Galaxy Tab 8A uh, A8 rather. It's a ten and a half inch LCD screen, thirty two gigabytes of storage. It's got a long lasting ba- uh, battery. It's got kids content. Um, and it comes in dark gray. I don't know that you know. I know Marsha. Uh, you everybody like, uh, puts a case on it. Uh, okay. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, so, so who you, cares, right? Yeah, exactly and the right. display resolution, as is my big thing, is 1920 by 1200, which isn't bad. No. Uh, the Galaxy A tablet is not their top-of-the-line tablet, but it is a great deal that you found here. Yeah, it'll do what you want it to do. You know, it can do surf the Internet, watch videos. Uh, comes with 32 gigabytes of memory. You can get, for more money, the 64 or as high as the 128. But if you're looking for, you know, a, a bargain price, this is a really this good price. Dirt it cheap. normally this is sells insane. for two twenty nine ninety nine. It is on sale today at Amazon for one fifty nine ninety nine. You're saving thirty percent off the price. And Samsung makes some very, very good quality devices. And as Marcia said, even though it's not the high end, uh, it's enough. It's a great to, tablet to if all you're doing is, uh, you know, reading the news and stuff. So. Mark, yeah, exactly. you did a it's great job room. this week. Really they great job. They have the Samsung Galaxy S. <laughs> thank you very much. And we now have, by the way, we have a studio audience, and thank you all for coming down to see us. <laughs> uh, the The audience is uh, all masked up for, for COVID, uh, COVID protocol. Right. So uh, thank you. 
Thank you for being with us. Have you been Uh, getting a bunch of political spam? Oh, yeah, nonstop. I mean, I got one today from Joe Biden (laughs) that said, I want to call you. (laughs) Really? I do. I want to call you. And he emails me almost every day, my pal Joe. Well, take his call. No, he emails me, and he's asking for money in every call. And oh. As oh. little as $7. Just as little as $7. That's not bad. Maybe, maybe $3. $3? But, wow. Oh, yeah. I, I get all of them. I get everybody, like, several times a day. And the worst thing you can do is click on subscribe, because then right, they know then you've read it. <laughs> Yeah. You know, I have to I will say, you know, Biden has not had the most success. A lot of people are not happy with him now. But I will tell you this great story talking about him calling you. I hosted Joe Biden three and a half, three years ago, three and a half years ago at Uh Distinguished Speaker Series. And I went to the green room where, you know, we spent some time together before the uh, the show went on. And I was talking to him about a friend of ours who actually had an aunt who worked on one of Biden's campaigns. And he said, oh, yeah, I remember there. And I said, well, I'm sorry, she's sick. She couldn't come. And he said, well, give her a call. And I said, what? He said, no, give her a call. So I call my friend. I say, hey, Diane, hold on for a second. Somebody wants to talk to you. Joe takes the phone and says, hey, Diane, how are you? I, I thought that was one of the cooler things. That was very cool. That was very that was cool. cool. And can you but that's the still phone the phone? point. I don't want an email from Joe every day. Well, no, day. you don't want the email, right. And will you take his phone call if he calls you? Uh, what am, he's not calling me. Oh, Believe I mean, me, he uh, he's not as busy as Elon, but no, right. he's got a couple things to do in between naps. So, yeah, you know, let, let him be. But mm. the emails from federal candidates, parties, and political action committees horribly will be allowed to bypass spam filters on Gmail. Yeah, because the political parties have complained that Gmail was sending them right into spam, mm-hmm. which they are. I mean, when somebody emails you three times a day about the same thing, that's oh, my definition of spam. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's not good. So, speaking but, of that, why should you never respond to spam? Oh, oh. Well, you see, this is the thing, and this is what kills me. Even un okay, even if you unsubscribe, the mere act of unsubscribing tells them that that email is active. You right. know, if they've made up a bunch of emails that they're using and they just want to spam them all, the minute and same thing is if you get a spammy text message, and you replied stop. Same thing. It's you know basically the spaghetti on the wall and see what sticks. They will email, they will call, they will text, Mm -hmm. and the minute they know that that is a legit number or email address, you're opening yourself up to being on lists that are sold and the whole thing. And not only that, social engineering, phishing, all the bad stuff that goes with it. Yeah, it's terrible. And uh, and I do from, you know, I love the unsubscribe uh, where you click on it and it goes nowhere. Stop clicking on it. Stop clicking on it. No, I I don't because I don't do it. I just delete. and Or I send them. If you're in Gmail, you can click at the top three dots, which means more, and report it as spam. 
and it will go to Google, and they will take care of it. Yeah. But yeah, just don't have any direct interaction whatsoever with text messages or emails. You're just giving yourself away. So before yeah, exactly. we uh, before we wrap up here, what have you got in streaming news? Uh, well, let's see. We have. Let's take a look. I'm trying to think what I've been watching. Oh, I know this. I did this for you. Um, you love the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown, and you had a fit a couple of years ago when was it Apple TV bought the rights to it. Yeah, personally, I don't care about a great pumpkin, Charlie Brown. I'm not a big fan of it, but I think oh, I that everybody, well, but I think that it's sweet and innocent and lovely and a good holiday. It kicks off the holiday season for so many people, and I think it's great that it it exists and it should be open to all the people in the world. Yeah, <laughs> That's I, all. I, well, and I it's, so apparently you can, let's see. Um, you can now watch this on Apple TV. Uh, you can watch it on apparently the PBS app, um, and they and Apple does have the right to do it. Uh, Apple TV costs you five bucks a month, and they've got some. I have to say, Apple TV has done a good job of some original programming. They've been doing a lot more lately, and they've got a lot of stuff that's that's available. So uh, so that was good. I did watch Bullet Train, which is Brad Pitt's new movie. Uh, mm-hmm. It's kind of a mess. <laughs> you know, it's about assassins who are on the bullet train in Japan, and they, you know, there's about eight thousand people killed off, which I normally like in a movie, but this one is so kind of all over the place that it was okay. I stopped it, and then I went back in, and wa- you know, finally ended up watching the end of it, and it was okay. Um, you watched Blonde, and yeah. you told me don't to watch it. Don't, don't watch it, which is, and I am an art movie aficionado. I love art movies. You know, the ones that most people go to and they just roll their eyes into the sky and say, uh. Right, right. Because I enjoy art films. I think they're very creative. But this one went too far. First of all, very little of it was true. So it painted this insanely bad picture of Marilyn Monroe. Mm -hmm. And also Joe DiMaggio. I mean... (sighs) It just, it was so full of mistruths, and it was kind of brutal. It was artsy, but it was yeah. brutal. Nobody needed to see it. Um, we didn't have, a, have to have this on Marilyn. Just no, just no. And what was interesting is I read a recent article about, you know, all these crime podcasts and all uh, the Jeffrey Dahmer thing on, is it Netflix right. and everything, which I'm not going to watch either. Um, is not doing any good to people's psyches. No. This is all bending the minds of the audience. So, hey, keep your brain clean. <laughs> just, yeah. just... Uh, I did watch it, which, which I enjoyed. I'm a, I'm a fan of Allison Janney. She's a wonderful actress. And um, they just did a new movie. She just did a totally different kind of movie for her called Lou. Um, and she's this really kick-ass lady who lives off the grid and tries to save a uh, a young girl and, and uh, a mother and her child, and it's it was very entertaining, a um, little bit violent. So you know, if you don't like violent films, maybe you don't want to watch that. But I thought that was actually uh, quite entertaining and quite good. There's a lot of new uh, television. Have you watched any of the new shows? Um, watching all the new shows, they're better than ever. Coming back with new scripts, Grey's Anatomy has done a great job. 
um, a lot of them are good. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely worthwhile, definitely worthwhile to watch that. All right. Well, I think that's it for us. I think we're going to uh, wrap up. You have a, a wonderful week. Hope you enjoyed the show. You find us every Sunday, uh, Saturday, or any actually any time you, <laughs> any you day. want. We're on every day, so make sure you listen to us. Have a good week, everybody. This is Marsha Collier and Mark Cohen on every podcast network you can possibly fathom. Please listen to each week and tell your friends because we need you. If you're not here, we don't exist. You've been listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Produced by Brain Food Radio Syndication, <laughs> global food for thought. <laughs>